My name is Simon Glendening and I'm the reader in European philosophy in the European Institute here at the LSE. So I'm not in the philosophy department, but my background has been exclusively in philosophy departments before I came here in 2004. Um, in fact, my background is much more mainstream than the title of my job now suggests. I was an undergraduate in philosophy at York, where I found Wittgenstein and then a graduate student at the University of Oxford where, unlikely as it may seem, I discovered Heidegger and phenomenology and deconstruction through Derrida. In fact, my first book was called On Being with Others and it had a subtitle, uh, Heidegger, Wittgenstein, Derrida. So my sort of three favourite philosophers at that time all came together in that work. Through that, I developed towards uh, studies in the traditions of European phenomenology and what's more generally called European philosophy, sometimes called continental philosophy, but I'm very suspicious of that title. Now, despite the fact that I was moving as a graduate student towards European philosophy, with a background in mainstream analytic philosophy in Britain, I became oddly employable because departments were keen to pick up people who could teach beyond that mainstream. So I had my first jobs in philosophy departments at Kent and then at Reading, where I was uh, working in a, an environment not unlike the philosophy department here. But in 2004, I moved to the LSE and to the European Institute here. And very quickly, I realised that in a social science environment, I was going to have to shift very quickly from European philosophy to something I've come to call philosophy of Europe. Now, what is that? Well, for me, the, the task initially is to engage with the challenge to explore Europe as a philosopher. So it's a philosopher as a philosopher trying to make a contribution to European studies and to the understanding of Europe. And I had two thoughts of that, with regard to that, that um, developed in the first, I'd say, the first four years while I've been here. The first was to think of Europe as a life world, which is a concept central to a lot of phenomenological thought, as a life world, or perhaps, as I've come to prefer it now, as a kind of phenomenological event. It came to be and probably will cease to be one day, but there is this European world within which Europeans have their being, uh, the, the, as it were, the localization of a cogito. And I wanted to see if I could understand the central dimensions or schemas to understand that event or that life world. And I came across in an interview uh, he gave um, a proposition from Emmanuel Levinas, who's a Lithuanian-born naturalized French Jewish thinker, uh, who said, uh, Europe is the Bible and the Greeks. And I thought this was absolutely fascinating. First of all, it was a philosopher saying something about Europe, which is rare enough. But uh, equally, he was thinking about Europe not as a site, a region of the global world space, but as, as something like a life world. And uh, he was rooting it historically, but he wasn't saying that, as it were, Europe has its sources in something that happened 2,000 and more years ago. 
rather it's an, a, a Greco-Biblical event which is still not over. And that took me to the second of my uh, themes through which I've been able to go engage with Europe as a philosopher, and that's uh, a sort of subject area of philosophy which has disappeared or near disappeared in recent times, but in, in uh, the 17th and 18th century became um, a central theme of European philosophy, through, particularly through Kant and later Hegel, which is what's called universal history or the philosophy of the history of the world. The idea is there is that there's a movement which we can call history from a beginning towards an end in which um, the human animal becomes what it is or realizes itself as what it is. Now, philosophy had already provided a kind of anthropology of the human, of the rational animal. So we could think of history in that sense as the unfolding of reason in time. It's the hi history of humanity, as it were, would be the history of the rational animal on the way to becoming fully rational, which is the same as saying fully free. So Kant and Hegel were prime examples of this kind of work, and it went on in perhaps a slightly different way in Marx, but returned more recently in the work of uh, Francis Fukuyama, who uh, wanted to suggest that um, this idea of a universal history or philosophy of the history of the world still had application in our time. It's also been a theme uh, that I've been following in the writings of uh, Isaiah Berlin, in uh, Jacques Derrida and other people. And so my sort of philosophical baggage is getting slightly bigger, but I still have this deep interest in European phenomenology. But now through this question of what one might call the emancipation of rational subjectivity. Now that classic story of emancipation, um, as it's told by people like Kant or Hegel or Marx or Fukuyama, is one which can be called Eurocentered or Eurocentric in the sense that Europe appears as the avant-garde of this movement of world history. Uh, Europe is at the forefront of the development of uh, reason in the human. And there have been obviously numbers of challenges to that kind of Eurocentrism, either from a kind of anti-Eurocentric view within Europe or from uh, other world civilizations or, or uh, cultures who would um, suggest that the Western hegemony is something more than the avant-garde of the development of reason. So. What I do now, I think, can be understood as a sort of successor to that uh, 17th or 18th century uh, inquiry into universal history or the philosophy of the history of the world. And I think probably what characterizes my work now is this constant examination and questioning of this teleological understanding of the movement of humanity towards an, a final end. Uh, I'm making small steps in this way in my work now and I want to continue in the future to develop this thought of establishing again today a, uh, a, f a philosophy of Europe.